Well, <laughs> welcome to episode 268 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How are you guys doing? Sorry, I had to leap in at the last second. I turned on the show and then realized I had not kissed my wife, uh, which is something I do before every show. I kiss her for good luck to make sure it's going to be a good show. Uh, I turned on the show. We were live about 15 seconds into it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I haven't kissed my wife. Right, so I leapt out of my chair and went to go kiss her. So I'm slightly out of breath. Oh, crap. We got a caller right away. One second. Greetings and salutations. Hello. Go ahead. That says uh, homeboy 88. Come on, boss. You're on. No. Oh, yo, yo, yo. And the motherfucking full of fucking fact. What up, everybody? Oh, what's going on there, boss? How you doing today? Yeah, you know what, man? I heard that fucking... I heard that little rhyme this motherfucker did yesterday. I heard that little rhyme. And I heard you clapping for that shit. Well, you have to admit, it was pretty good. He, he sounds like he's very talented. I don't I don't judge him on subject matter, just on, on the, the rhythm and flow and stuff. <clears throat> now, I don't have a fucking beat, and that's okay, because I'm going to do an acapella right now. Shit, Ready? Dude. Blow that shit out, dude. Give, give us some fire. Here we go, man. In the fucking stylings of bone. Thugs in harmony. You ready? Yes. Fuck you, AR. I'm spitting death like an AK-47. You think that you're going to heaven from this lyrical arm again? Don't like my impressions? That's fine, because I'm hitting you with my warhead. I'll slap you with my dick and leave an impression upon your forehead. And now you're dead, but you try to resurrect. But there's levels to the shit, nerd. Tanner's going to call you a herb because you fucked up on your first verse. You're quaking and shaking the side of my face, and I think I'm gonna have to pull the motherfucking trigger from Jay's gun. It's over. 88's one and no son. I'll never run. I'll cut your head off. Shit down your fucking neck. How you gonna diss me if you can't even keep your flow in check? Tell me to stop back to rotten if you can't handle this. I'll mop you up from Detroit to Los Angeles. Fuck Detroit. Fuck Detroit to LA. Fuck you here to Sri Lanka. You thought your shit was sweet, but I got bars like Willy Wonka. I'm on top of the Game of Thrones, so AR, why don't you bow down? I'll kill you on the OG, and I'll bury you on the underground. Very nice, sir. Awesome. Well, I was really hoping for a response, and you gave a worthy one, my friend. So it is on. So uh, let's see if we get a response from Axel yet, or if you know we're gonna see how this goes. And you know, uh, I'm playing. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not judging anybody's raps. I'm just here to support the platform. You guys get on here and give each other their, your best shot. So excellent. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I su I support rap battles. Now I also support breakdance battles. But since this is not a video podcast, I don't really feel any way to facilitate that unless you guys go on the honor code. You know, you can see, yes, I, I just did a triple Lindsay or whatever the fuck kind of breakdancing names they have for moves, but you, you get my point. If it was, <laughs> if it was too fast, right? What mm -hmm. I said was I'm hitting you with my warhead. I'll slap you with my dick and leave an impression upon your forehead. <laughs> well, you see, you see, there's levels to the shit, Passive J. Right. But anyways, I, I have no levels. Thank you, boss. <laughs> well, thanks. I appreciate you calling and, and throwing your rap up there, boss. 
Uh, hopefully we'll uh, get a response from Axel fairly soon. Um, so that's a great way to start the show. Uh, shit. Okay. Anyways, well, let's do the normal thing where I talk about my personal life and bore you guys. Uh, today I did not work out again because of the back issues, although it seems in the last couple hours to have gotten better. So I'm hoping to, uh, well, shit, tomorrow's the rest day anyways. <laughs> so my workout week is pretty, pretty much fucked uh, already. So that's not a great thing. Uh, other than that, not much going on. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I had uh, planned to run some errands, but a friend of mine stopped by at like around 10, 30 or so, and then stayed till like about two o'clock. So I pretty much took the, uh, care of any errands I was going to run. Uh, he's looking at our uh, flooring to give us options for changing it. Cause we're tired of fucking carpet. The carpet was cheap, uh, fucking 10 years ago when I put it in. So it's seen better days. And, uh, we were originally talking about laminates cause those are cheap and he's, he has no problem doing that, uh, until he got to look underneath it and told me that it is indeed hardwood underneath there. And I was like, yeah, cool. He, he goes, yeah. He goes, that'd probably be, end up being cheaper than getting the laminate put down to be honest with you. He goes, unless there's some major problems or some shit like that. I'm like, oh, sweet. Can you do that? He goes, uh, he goes, that's not, that's not what I do. He goes, you know, I put down laminate flooring and things like that. He goes, when it comes right down to it, could I rent a machine and do that? Yeah, that'd be pretty easy. He goes, but that's not my wheelhouse or anything like that. I'm like, well, dude, I'm in a weird position. You're telling me that you think I should go with the hardwood floor but you're also telling me it's not what you do. Uh, you're my buddy. I have you over here to throw some money at you <laughs> and you, and have you do a job for me. And now I certainly don't want you to go walk out the door going, okay, yeah, I'll have a guy I know give you a call because <laughs> I go, well, cause that cut you out of it. And you know, my wife was talking to me, he goes, and she was like, oh, it's really easy. You know, it's, it's, a, she goes, it's not a complicated job. It's all just labor. So, you know, she goes, if he decides he wants to do it, she goes, I don't, I'm not concerned with the fact that he hasn't done one before. I'm like, really? She goes, yeah, yeah. She goes, yeah, there, she goes, really, there's not much way you can fuck it up. He goes, if he's skilled at normal manual labor, she has no problems with him attempting his first one as being ours. So we'll see how that works out. Of course, we have not taken the uh, carpeting or padding up yet. Uh, and I was not around when it was put down. <laughs> there, I, uh, the car, there was carpet when I got the gig, gig checked it out the first time and then there was new carpet when i came in to see it the second time there's a lot of parts in between that but i didn't get to see the bare flooring in between uh stages so uh i want the one little corner of the uh hardwood floors look fine but who knows there could be huge scarring on it or, or huge parts of it that are missing and whatever there's reasons that uh, there's carpet on it in the first place i assume and possibly it, it might be something more than hey i just like carpet so we'll see. Uh, he'll, he'll, he's going to give me a couple of different estimates depending on what uh, he has available and we will go from there. So hopefully he, he has high hopes for hardwood because my house was built in 1930. Uh, and while, uh, it's not a big house or a fancy house, just the basic materials that they used in 1930. And a lot of cases are just better with the, than what they use today. For example, my walls are not drywall. They're, they're plasterboard. Which means, which means they are tough as fuck. For one thing, they're really hard to drill through if you're trying to hang something, but they're just sturdy, fucking, you know, tough things. The plasterboard is way tougher than drywall. You're not going to, like, easily punch your hand through plasterboard, at least not. Yeah, if you do, you're not going to have fun doing it. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, time for a drinky drink. So as far as that goes, hopefully it won't be too terribly expensive. 
Uh, let's see. So you guys talking about on the uh, good old chat box? Oh, you know what? I didn't even do any of the uh, regular introduction stuff. Uh, as always, if you're listening, you can call in and uh, talk with me about what I'm talking about, or you can talk with me about whatever you want to talk about. If you don't feel like calling in, you can type shit into the chat box, and I will do my best to, to pay attention and read that. Uh, I will warn you, my best is not very good. So, <laughs> But I do try every once in a while to, to browse the chat box and see what you guys are talking about as well. Uh, for people that are listening to the show later on, let me tell you, you are missing out. As good as the re- pre-recorded show is that you're listening to right now, it is way more awesome live. The OG Army in the chat box are a lot of fun. Uh, so next time, instead of listening to it later on, tune in live, make some new friends. Hmm. All right. All right. Uh, as always, I don't really bring any topics to the table. That's not what I do with this shit. Uh, I do have a couple things I, I want to do, but, uh, it depends if you guys are in the room for it. Uh, I know we normally save uh, new music for Friday, but I have some lined up today cause I was, uh, talking with a buddy of mine, uh, and I decided I wanted to get some of his music. I played one or two of these songs before you, for you before it was the defamation of character. Um, and of the two songs, it was the one, uh, the two bands I played is the one you, that you guys liked better. Uh, but they didn't at the time, I didn't have any of their songs that I really liked uh, available. Um, <clears throat> I'm still missing one too, but he managed to hook me up with, uh, some, uh, MP3s of some of the other songs that I really liked. Um, so I'm going to play one of them right now. This is, uh, um, the only cover song that they ever did. So, uh, let me see what you guys think about this. Uh, if it's really horrible, you can tell me to stop at any time. I've got a couple other songs to go through. So here, check this out. It, when it loads, <laughs> give us one second. I know, I know I should be able to preload that shit. I never think about it though. All right, here we go. Soon enough. Come on, we're doing it. It's going to be awesome. I, there's no way you can live up to expectations now, can it? It's taking so long to load. <laughs> Fuck, I downloaded the wrong one. No wonder it took so long, real long to load. Okay. God damn it. This is like a minute intro. There was another version of it that just went straight to the song. Hello? Hello? Hey, oh, what's up, man? the name of the album god damn it now this this is another minute of this so i'm gonna stop this and get rid of this one i know there's a i know there's a different version of it so okay uh let's see if i can do that at the same time that i'm gonna try <laughs> that i'm gonna try to uh talk with you guys so all righty Sorry about that. I really should have preloaded that one or listened to it, though, but I thought I picked the right one. So give me a second. We will uh, do that again. <laughs> I know. I'm so good at this whole thing, right? Uh, oh, that's right. I'm looking at the wrong spot. He sent me an email about that. So let's go there. Uh, open that. Okay. 
<laughs> Talk amongst yourself, guys, really. I, I know what you guys, that's what you guys are doing anyway, so. Uh, God damn it. Let's see. I know it's around here someplace. I found it earlier, so it's just a. Oh, and there's the other one that I wanted. Fuck. I'm really fucking all this shit up, really. <laughs> all right, you know what I'm going to do? This isn't the song that I wanted to start you guys out on because it's a it's a fun, you know, I, I enjoy the uh, remake, but let me play this instead. This is, I think, probably one of their favorite songs. And I know this is the right one. So while that's loading up, I'm going to try to find the one I want to play. Let me, let me know what you guys think of this. So I don't know what you guys think so far. I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, Sly Dog here, a combination of Tool and Anthrax. This would be before Tool came out, uh, but Anthrax I could see, yes, definitely. And also before Corn came out, I'm not sure when Bun Vane came out. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a uh, definitely a late 90s, early things. Um, let's see. This doesn't say what it's like what it was supposed to have said so i'm not sure if this is the right thing or not i mean but we'll give it a shot see what it does yeah this is it this is their only cover song Well, my 
What do you guys think? <laughs> I was I was always really fond of that uh, song because it's a good way to introduce them to my buddy's band. Because who doesn't appreciate a good fun cover? And a lot of my issues with some of their other stuff was uh, they were always making awesome shit, but to me it sounded like they put like four awesome songs and shove them into one song. Because you know, like they throw out this awesome beat that I'd be jamming to, and just when I got used to get into the beat they'd switch to a different rhythm and a different beat. Like, okay, I can get into this. Oh, wait, here's another rhythm. You know, they had so much stuff going on that I, sometimes it felt like it was hard for me to get into, even though technically it was fucking amazing. Uh, I think they were um, more of a musician's band in some way in that regard, because um, uh, my buddy who was the guitarist is really super good. And uh, uh, I think he got bored a lot of times, honestly, because uh, you'll, you'll hear crazy shit in some of these songs. Like, uh, I haven't been able to track down the song yet, but he's got a song where he plays the uh, entire song of a drumstick instead of a guitar pick, just doink, 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 just different shit like that. 
Uh, he's got like songs where he plays most of the song switching the guitar off and on with the off and on switch instead of hitting it with a pick, just you know, because of the different tone that it makes, do 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 that sort of thing. Um, I'm actually gonna try to get him on at one point. I t- uh, when I was getting the songs from, I told like, I'd like to talk to him uh, about both about his own uh, band career over the years, but also about uh, Detroit, the Detroit local scene in the '90s and the 2000s, because uh, I was a part of that in a minor way just by associating with different bands and such. And he was very much so because <clears throat> unlike the other people in his band, when that band that you guys are listening to right now did not work out, uh, uh, that was defamation of character, by the way, drag. Um, and I have one more song for him. If you guys decide you want to hear it for it later. Uh, but after he played in that band, he actually moved on to another band, uh, called uh 10 ton diesel head i believe is the name of it or 20 god i'd have to look it up again uh it was after i i actually stopped hanging out with them at that point you know we're still friends and shit you just know life goes in different directions uh, but i've tried to keep a track to it we're not gonna play this one uh all of this one because if nothing else it's kind of heavier than i even i like and i like some pretty heavy shit uh but uh we'll check this out and then like i said maybe that one other song they downloaded we'll see how that works out i don't really want to torment you guys with it i'm sure not everybody enjoys that type of music <laughs> but this one we're just going to play a clip of because this is this is something they found later on this this is the same the same guitarist both two bands Yeah, yeah. See, that's not for me. I, I could never get into the Cookie Monster thing and all that good stuff. And it sounds like that was a, a pretty uh, um, crazy example of it. And all right, one more song. Uh, I'm gonna watch the chat box if you guys just want anything. You guys want me to bail out of this one? It's also a song that I remember liking a long time ago. But keep in mind, I haven't heard it in 20 years, so uh, if not longer, so it might be horrible. <laughs> I knew the uh, staying alive one was pretty safe. But you got to remember, these are were a bunch of kids. Uh, uh, mostly songs are made between the age the ages of the people playing it being the fifteen and twenty or, or twenty two or so. So, uh, anyways, here we go. This is the last one I got for you guys. Oh, whoops! Once again, it takes a little time to lo- load in. Here we go. Inside of me Force to 
I believe. Anyway, so so yeah, that was the uh, type of music that uh, my friends were making back in like. Eh, well, God, I started hanging out with them back in '89 when they were playing in uh, their fucking buddy's garage. So, but that music there is probably a good ten years after that. So that's probably got to be somewhere between '96 and 2000, where where that music would be. Uh, Limp Biscuit with drop balls. I believe they're pro- that's probably pretty substantially before Limp Biscuit. When did Limp Biscuit hit? Yeah, because like I'm said, I'm talking that's uh, probably closer to '95 than is 2000 as far as when it, when they did that. Um, Dragging off the same mid '90s. Yeah, I'd have to look up when Limp Biscuit really hit. So, um, <coughs> who had spiked hair? The bass player. It was the bass player. No, <laughs> uh, no, no. Actually, it wasn't the bass player. The uh, the drummer had spiked hair. He was the guy that never fit in. They went through with several drummers in that band. Uh, First being the first one being their buddy Chris, and then they who couldn't keep up at the time. He actually developed into a pretty good drummer later on in life. But when they were first playing, like when they were teenagers, he couldn't keep up. So they went to their buddy Jason, who was really good, uh, good enough that he ended up leaving that band and going to another one called Twenty Dead Flower Children and having a way better career. Uh, so after that, they picked up a guy named Kyle, and Kyle didn't really fit in with the band. I don't know if every band has this, but I, I suspect most do. Kyle was the guy they picked on. Kyle was like a, a hairband guy that couldn't find any more hairbands to play with. So he decided he was going to play with the, like this thrash rap, whatever the fuck you want to call it, band. <laughs> yeah, and Kyle had short spiked hair because, you know, he got tired of being made of fun of for the long hair quite a while ago. Um, <laughs> and his name was Kyle. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, he, and he, he was a good guy, but he, he got way more crap than he deserved. But <clears throat> that's kind of how it works out with bands sometimes, I think. So, yeah, and, and like, and yeah, like corn and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? And Lip Biscuit and all those bands might have started around those long, around the same time, but when did they get famous? Cause yeah, I'm saying is even though they might have similar sounds, I really doubt bands like corn and Lip Biscuit, uh, influence these guys on what they sound like, uh, that much because, because of, that's where they already were at that point. You know, like if they, if corn was like four or five years before them or 10 years before them or something like that, I could certainly see you thinking they'd be an influence of them. But in this case, I think it's just similar styles developing at around the same time because it was the same kind of musical environment. Yeah. Corn's first album was 94, 95. And I think that's around when this came out, maybe a year later, maybe two, maybe a second year later. Uh, but that doesn't mean that's when the songs were written and such. So, I, like I said, I don't really think it has a lot of. Uh, what watch? I'm gonna get him on the show. And I'm, I'm gonna ask him what his influence was. Are he's like, oh, corn? Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> that entire record was based on the corn. <laughs> but so I really shouldn't talk shit yet. But I kind of doubt it. I, I don't think it was uh, had much to do with it. Um, and of course, you know, uh, you never know. Like that band I played for you guys the other day, Twenty Dead Flower Children. The the main guitarists, or actually only guitarists, because guitarist bass, this sort of thing. Uh, the guitarists' influences are Prince and Cheap Trick, and you would never really think that from the music, right? I actually have no clue where how Keith gets the music that he gets out with what he puts in, so to speak, with with a different type of music. I've never heard him listen to heavy metal or anything even remotely resembling the music he plays. Uh, is that weird? I, I don't know. I, I do know that, you know, 
he's a professional musician in the sense that people pay him to play as in, as in like uh I, I don't know if that's how he felt about it back when he was doing the band thing with 20 to flower children but now he goes to uh to you know like studios and lays down guitar tracks for people he's a paid musician that's you know what he does for a living when i told you guys that i only know a couple people that uh actually still make money uh doing music from from the tons and tons of them i knew back in the day that were trying for it he's one of them um from what i understand all he does he does studio musician work which doesn't surprise me because oh axel calling oh, let me finish my sentence though so, uh which doesn't surprise me because before he was in my buddy's band he uh I'm trying to connect. There we go. And my buddy's band, he played in Japan as the guitarist for like a pop singer or something. So he, once again, he was like a hired gun sort of deal. Oh, hello there, Axel Rottens. What can I do for you? Huh? Did we lose him? Uh-oh. All right. Hopefully, call back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, that, which I always thought was really cool. I don't know who he did it for, though. I, uh, this is That would have been back before the mid-90s. So, like the early 90s or late 80s he was about 10 years older than us so that's that'd be perfectly possible i imagine well i know it's possible it's, i know it's true he told me why would he lie <laughs> but so um oh pocket dial <laughs> so um and it's cool i mean it's always cool when you meet someone who's doing what they love for a living i'm sure he'd probably be happier being a famous musician but he is doing what he likes to do and he gets paid enough to make a living doing it so that's you know that's got to be pretty cool cool i mean i don't i don't know if he doesn't strike me as a type that to be bitter about the fact that he didn't become this huge rock star to be honest with you the entire time i knew him i had no clue why he was doing it in the first place i could see he loved music uh, and he loved making music but uh that was about the only part of the entire band thing that he seemed to like uh he certainly wasn't a fan of partying and all that good sh shit <laughs> Yeah, you know, it wasn't a pot smoker, didn't really drink or anything like that. Um, just like playing music and making music. So yeah, the touring thing was probably the worst part of the of the entire job for him. <laughs> so uh but yeah, so but as I was saying, it's gotta be awesome to be at least doing partially what you want to for your for a living. I know exactly one I, I don't know. If I asked all my friends, I might get that answer more often than I think, but I only know one other person for sure that is doing his dream job. And that's my buddy, Steve. Um, <clears throat> Steve's a cool guy. Uh, I grew up with Steve, literally, like, uh, from the age of, like, he was my brother's, uh, big brother's friend. So from the age of, like, uh, uh, 10 on, I knew him, probably. And uh, got picked on him a whole bunch when we were kids. But that's not, that's not what this story's about. <clears throat> Steve was always an amazing artist. Uh, he was awesome at drawing, anything, anything artistic that he put his mind to. Uh, Steve also loved Halloween. It's one of his favorite things in the entire world. I spent many of a day uh, in Steve's backyard uh, chatting with Steve, talking about the haunted forest that we were going to set up in the little patch of woods behind his uh, uh, house, you know, where you were going to have the trails run through here, and then we'd have someone jump out and scare him here. Uh, he's big on Halloween. You know, he, one of his uh, hobbies was buying Halloween masks, excuse me, Halloween masks, and... Uh, repainting them to make them look better so you buy a mask and it'd be, it'd be a cool looking mask but then he like paint it to make it look more realistic and textured and give it depth and stuff and uh so he he over the years he's actually amassed quite the collection of uh, masks i think he has like over 300 or some shit like that um that they actually uh well it plays into later in the story and the reason i bring all this up is because i always expected him to do something interesting and artistic like i kind of thought he was going to be a comic book artist because he could certainly have the uh, artistic ability to do that. 
or then I thought maybe he'd be an illustrator for magazines. Uh, and he's done certain work like that in minor ways. Like there's a, um, a haunted house uh, publication that comes out every year in Michigan. Michigan's a big place for haunted houses. And it's actually, I think it's the haunted house, haunted house capital of the world, as far as like the attraction, the actual haunted houses. Um, and, uh, he, every year for the last 20 something years, he's drawn the cover for uh, something called the fear finder, which is this book that you can pick up in the lobby of like Taco Bell or like, or all kinds of like fast food restaurants. It's a free booklet. You pick it up and it lists all the different haunted houses in the area. So it comes out once a year, about, uh, two months or so before October, you know, the October season. So they ever knows where all the haunted houses that you want to go to and they advertise and all that good shit. Um, However, that is not the extent of it because my buddy Steve, instead of landing, landing a job as a um, comic book illustrator or magazine illustrator or whatever, ended up getting a job at Erebus, the largest haunted house in the world, or at least it was when it was built and it's still pretty big. Uh, it's a three or four story warehouse in uh Pontiac, Michigan, that he is the set director of, which basically he designs all the sets that everyone goes through and basically designs the entire fucking haunted house. And it's a goddamn dream job for him. And I can't be happy. I can't imagine, you know, anyone better for it happened to because he's a really good guy. And he landed on the fucking perfect job. He uses artistic ability exactly the way that he dreamed of when he was a kid to scare the fuck out of people. Hey, Sly, how you doing, boss? That place is fucking cool. Ain't it though? I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to have you. You need to have strong nerves for that. That is not a haunted house for the week. It uh, it will do a really good job at scaring you because it's they. Uh, unlike a lot of ha- other haunted houses, they put a lot of technology into it for one thing. Uh, as I'm sure you're aware of, haven't been through it, huh? Oh, I do, I got to do it once. I've never been in town like during October usually because there's a tequila festival in Southern California and Northern Mexico. I I hit both of them. Oh, that's a pretty good reason. So I, I, yeah, so I'm like, you know, fuck that. Anyway, I, I, I got to finally check it out. Uh, it was everything that everybody talked about and more. They, they actually tracked every person that chickened out and couldn't make it through it. And <laughs> it was called the, the Wimp Meter or something, and they, they had the numbers of the people that, you know, it was astounding how many people spent 50 bucks or whatever it cost and then didn't go through the damn thing. Yeah, didn't they have like a nightly, weekly, yearly total or something like that? Like how many this, how many tonight, how many this week, you know, all that good shit. Uh, I barely remember a place I was really, really fucked up when I went through it. <laughs> so you you probably have a lot more better memories of it than I do. Uh, but yeah, from uh, my understanding, well, it's pretty scary. Your yeah. height could have been an issue in one spot that I'm remembering. It's yeah. fresh in my mind because it wasn't that long ago when I did it. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, and and as you know, even though you you've only got to hit that one from what I assume from the way you're talking, uh, you can attest there's a shitload of haunted houses in Southeast Michigan during the Halloween season. Yeah, they're, they're everywhere. But uh, if they're all like that, then I don't know why people don't you know check them out. Oh, that one's the king. It, from what I understand, it, that one's hard to beat. There's some good, but there's other good ones out there. That one's that one's literally at one point was in the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest uh, haunted house in the world, uh, square footage wise, because um, it's in a big like two or three story warehouse. So it, it's got a lot of it's got a lot to walk through. Um, but I've kind of lost interest in that stuff over the years. I used to be really into it. I worked at a haunted uh, haunted hayride type deal one year. That was a lot of fun. Um, oh. We have a uh, caller. One second. 
Hello, lyrically murdered you. You suck. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Uh huh. What's up, Sly Dog? How's it going? Hey, brother. How's it going? Man, nah, man. Th that was freaking. That was that was some gangster ruthless shit, bro. Listen, man. <laughs> fucking passive J doesn't know hip hop, so he need, no, he don't. needs a beat to understand this shit. Okay, I get Sorry, it. Right. Well, to be fair to Passive J, at least he played the applause and gave you all the respect, you know. Yeah, but he's like, uh, uh, this guy's diamonds are for. That's a badass beat, first of all. That's from Kanye oh, West. Dude, I, dude, I, mean, I didn't drop any of that fuck? shit. I didn't drop any any beat for him or anything. He brought that all that shit himself. He just called it and went to town. I didn't even know what he was doing at first. I was like, Whoa. yeah, but he fucked up his first verse. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but, but no sir i didn't drop a beat for him no i know that's not what he said i'm saying that you you do it on the merit of a fucking beat it could have been kent in a hat fucking oh, rapping a... over diamonds are forever and you would have been <laughs> oh my god you're right you're right you that probably would have one fish blue fish two fish three fish Annoying this, I can't believe you didn't go for it. Yo, it's, you dropped the ball, dude. I'm at work, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I'm no fucking beast. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, that's okay. Well, that's fine. I understand. I understand. Well, you know, I can I can only go with what I with, with what yeah. I hear, sir. So, um, but anyways, I'm not the judge. It's the chat box is the judge, man. You guys, you know, don't need to worry uh, about they hate me. Oh, they don't hate you, homeboy. <laughs> we all love you. Except Sly, and let's see. Oh, Sly's right What's here, man. Um, Sly right Dragon here. No, I'm saying except. Oh, Can right, you do right, me a right. favor? No, I'm sorry. Can I, I can't hear very well. Can you go to the fucking kitchen? Can you go somewhere where you got Q-tips and clear out your ears, bro? <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I'm too high. Oh. Hey, oh, Jesse, this, what's going on, boss? This fucking guy. Here we go. What's up, bro? Oh, I'm fucking Spicoli. Look at me. I'm from the fucking valley, bro. What the fuck? Hey, did you want to meet up in Tarzana or what, bitch? Stop <laughs> oh, I can barely hear you, dude. Fucking scumbag. I can barely hear you, dude. What's up now, bitch? You can't barely hear you, dude. Come on. We need a better connection if you could be dropping fucking you know insulting shit. A little bit, but you're, that's not not very loud. I don't know if it's me. Let me let me check my stuff. Uh, uh, How about now? Okay, a little bit. Homeboy still sounded. How weird. about now, Jay? <laughs> oh yeah. Jay! Oh stop! Oh god! So I'm gonna fuck Homeboy '88's bitch ass up. <laughs> that's what's up, Jay. <laughs> Oh, my PTSD is starting to fuck up me. <laughs> hey, where the yeah. fuck is home? Hey, where'd homeboy 88 go? Put that fucking hey, faggot back hey, on. He wants to meet up in Tarzana so we can meet up in Tarzana. Tell him to call the fuck back in. He wants to meet oh, up in Tarzana? Oh. Tell me fucking where. I swear to fucking God, I'll beat his fucking ass. I'll go meet him All up right. tomorrow. Tell him. Or actually, right. come up to fucking Griffith Park. I'll go. I'll kick his ass in Griffith Park right fucking now. Right fucking now. Come to Griffith Park, you fucking UPS faggot fuck. Get up here! Call in, you bitch! Well, That's what's up! That's what I thought, you fucking pussy! Talk that Tarzana shit again! I will find you and I will fuck you up! 
You pop that Tarzan and shit again, I will go to the fucking Van Nuys UPS fucking warehouse and shit stomp your ass, motherfucker. That's what's up. Call in, you FedEx faggot. I'm kind of scared now. Nah, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm doing. I'm shooting. Pro, I'm shooting. I'm shooting pro wrestling fucking promos over here, bro. <laughs> yeah, me. I'm like, I think we have gone too far. I don't know what Tarzana means, but he's serious about it. <laughs> Fuck my enemigas. <laughs> Let's go. All right. All right Spicoli, he talks. He pops all this shit, but he's a fucking bitch. Like, he, uh -huh. see, here's the problem, dog. Here's the fucking problem. He wants to talk about like meeting up in Tarzana or some shit in his like in his like uh, screen name or something. Right, right. I'm I'm on the air right now saying fuck Homeboy eighty eight as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck his mother. <laughs> fuck his mother in the ear. Fuck her in the other ear. I like the record um, label part. That's great. Uh, I heard someone say, because you know me, I, I barely pay attention to what anyone says, but I thought I heard someone say that that wasn't actually him doing that. That was somebody else. But I, okay, I, well, I, I do I really care? Do I really give a fuck? Do I? I'm no, honest. I really. You're having, you're having too much fun. Go, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you did do it. Otherwise, I'm gonna feel bad about it. But go right answer. Clown, my bitch, and Jeff Spicoli, bro. That's right. You don't. You don't. You don't do the Spicoli angle on you. That's not a good idea. It's. You do Spicoli. No one else gets to do Spicoli, right? That's fantastic. Those guys are fucked. Right? All right. All right. Well, whatever, dude. I'm just. Hey, dude. Hang out. You want to smoke a bowl, Jay? Yeah. Some wax, bro. Yeah, smoke some wax. Okay. Uh, so, what did you think of the music that I threw on earlier? You being a musical person yourself. Yeah. I mean, for what it was. It, was, it wasn't bad. I, uh, yeah, yeah it's not, I bust balls, but yeah, no it's all the shit I grew up with. I feel like I need you know what I mean? Like, that's all yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm a cliche. We're all cliches because, like, we're all cliches because, like, we're all in our 40s and we fucking were cool in, like, the early 2000s. Well, the early 2000s, late 90s are the equivalent of the hair metal years. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, there's, there's like, we're, like you either have to fucking uh, embrace your douchebaggery of it. Like I didn't have the eyebrow ring or the tongue ring, bro. But I had the spiked hair. I had the frosted tips. You know, I didn't wear Jankos. I didn't do the Janko thing, but you know. God, I don't remember what kind of hair I had. I only went for long hair once, and that was when, like, in my early teens, like you know, like fifteen to twenty sort of range. And after that, I gave up on it because it was horrible. So I don't remember. I think I basically had normal, normal person hair after that, which is a disappointment, obviously. I had like uh, I I had like this I had like long curly hair when I was a little kid, and I don't know if you noticed my I, I got kind of a high voice. So people used to go, "Oh, what a cute little daughter you have all day." So I got a flat top somewhere around like third grade, and I've just had a flat top ever since. Pretty well. Well, now it's Nazi hair; it's grown out and like combed over. But I usually just do the fade, or, or I shave. I had my head shaved for like ten years, fifteen years. Ago. I, I've never been shaved because I, I have a weird shaped head. I think it look weird, but for me, for me, shorter hair for me looks better because I'm not a big fan of my hair. It's all curly and wavy. I think you should, I think you should grow out the beard and do the bald head like someone said earlier, dude. Yeah, that's, I could go bald. With your gun. I I could go bald head, uh, but I can't. I'm not sure if I could grow my beard out past a reasonable length where I work now. Now, of course, if I ever retire, all bets are off. Um, but and it's the strange thing is, the longer I grow out my hair, the more my wife likes it, and more the people at my work like it, and the less I like it. 
So, uh, yeah, I guess it's just a, a function of me not liking my hair at all. Yeah, like, I keep trying, like, my shit's, uh, my shit's now in, like, man bun status. Like, it man gets bun. long, it gets long <laughs> in the back, you know, and then, like, slowly but sure. Like, you like comics, you know who what Reed Richards from Fantastic Four looks like? Oh, sure, uh-huh. Yeah, I got the side gray, like, full-blown oh, yeah. side gray, so I have to fucking shave that shit out so I can still, like, you know. Uh, Pretend to be, be 25. Well, yeah, call, I'm pretty much a man child. Out, I'm, uh, yeah, call people out and fucking podcasts and shit, you know, <laughs> start fights. So, you know, if you got gray hair like that, it doesn't really work as well as when you have like fucking shaved up. Fucking no, no. Yeah, I told you guys before, my dad had pretty much a full head of black hair, but like gray sideburns. And I'm assuming that would probably extend down to most of his beard if he kept a beard. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I never knew why he didn't bother to at least dye his sideburns, but he, I guess he said, fuck it. <laughs> Just Dude, Homeboy still hasn't there. called back in. No, he still hasn't called. We were sitting here bullshitting for a minute. He has every opportunity to call back in and get it out of his system. He would a pussy. All right, go back. Back to what you're saying. I don't. I don't. Maybe. Maybe you hurt his feelings. I mean, you know, he. Oh, he's a scary he's bitch! Calling, calling you fucking bitch. Where are you from, fool? No, he's coming. Here he is, right here. There you go, guys. Work it out. First of all, bro. I wasn't even in the show. I said I'd listen to the First show. First of all, fuck you and fuck your mother. Talk that shit. Hey, fuck you and fuck, fuck your you and mother. fuck your mom, faggot. The reason I Where you at? With you is because you jumped on that guy's side when he was fucking blocking me, bro. That's yeah, well, the only reason that happened was because someone was telling me that you were popping shit. So why were you popping shit about me on some other podcast? That's not true. And where in Tarzana did you where in Tarzana did you want to meet up, motherfucker? Because if you think fucking you ain't gonna bring no Tybo with kicks with me if you can't fucking handle tenor, you sure as fuck are not gonna handle me, motherfucker. That guy's a fucking cop. He's gonna do you nice. This Eastside TIK Duke sword threats is on mine, motherfucker. I'm gonna fucking get at you. What's up? Listen. Talk that shit. Listen, I'm listening. I told you. I'm listening. I, you I had no problem with you. I told you, you fuck you. Where do you want to meet up? Where do you want to meet up, you side. faggot fuck? Doesn't matter. Now we got beef. Fuck you. Oh, okay. What's up now? You fucking banned me off your show, you fucking dickwad. Yeah, why? You banned me. Why? Fuck why? you. Why? Why was that? Because I was talking to some other dude and you read shit wrong because you're fucking stupid. That's why. That's exactly what uh, happened. You owe me an apology, me, you dumb motherfucker. Is that now true? apologize. That now apologize, no, bitch. I'm not going to apologize. Then where are you at? Then where are you at? Where's your, where, where are you working no, at? You no, working no, out of no, the UPS no, out of Balboa? What are you talking about? You were you talking at the, about hey, are you me, at the UPS out of you Balboa? You talking about me. Are you at the UPS out you of Balboa? I don't give a fuck what happened. Hey, that shit's, that shit's beyond. That shit's past now, dog. Doesn't matter. That Were you trying to explain what the fuck happened that made you feel the need to run your dick liquor with my fucking name in it does not fucking matter. Now what matters is are you at the Balboa UPS warehouse? Where in Tarzana did you want to meet up with me? Since you kept wanting to pop shit about let's meet up in Tarzana, where in Tarzana do you want to meet up, bitch? I don't know Tarzana, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's right. You're a fucking liar. I'm a liar. Okay. Yeah, what's right. up? Well, you're you're from Eastlos? Hey, yeah, you ever heard a lot? You ever heard of the lot, motherfucker? You're from Eastlos? Eastlos, right? What's up, dog? Relax, you heard of that, relax, right? Relax, relax now. Relax. 
What's up, Alvera Street? I never heard no gang called Alvera Street. Alvera Street no, is in Dogtown no, Reefa Hood, fool. Why relax, are you trying to claim like relax. you're from something called Alvera Street? Relax. I'm not saying. I said to meet me at Alvera Street. Stop banging okay. shit and being all loud, and I will. But that shit makes me tense. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! You wanna check check my fucking gangster? What's up? Got me all screechy. Okay, okay, okay. You were popping all that shit. I'm here. Pop that shit to me now, fool. Don't explain what the fuck happened. Why are you explaining shit instead of just popping shit? And I told you why I came at you because you came came at me first, idiot. Well, you were wrong and you were rude, so you should apologize. You were wrong and you were rude, so you should be apologizing to me right now. I understand. Hey, hey, hey. If I was wrong, because I apologize to Tenor and I unbanned him, if I was wrong, I'll unban you too. Apology not accepted, fuck you. You already banned me. I didn't say. No, I unbanned Tenor. Don't look set up. <laughs> I was talking to some fucking Irish dude when I said those guys sound angry because he said you, the Irish guy said you guys sounded too angry. And I went, yeah, they sound angry. And you went all ape shit and fucking banned me like a fucking retard. That's what happened, retard. Stop banging remember. shit. You're getting me hostile. I can't remember. I'm sorry. I feel like. Well, trust I'm me. You're, I, well, of course you can't. You're stupid. I'm smart. I'm telling you what happened. Oh, I was banning like uh, thirty accounts that day because that's well, so rotten. Love yeah, because you were getting butt hurt, and, and it was and it was fucking entertaining. Your entertain your butt hurtness was really entertaining. I was having fun, and then you fucking banned me, and now I'm mad. Oh, you want to meet up at the so fucking CD Trader? Oh, wait, wait, wait. so so you when wanna... I get banned, it's fine and it's all fine and dandy. But when you get banned, it's not good, right? No, I thought it was funny when you banned me. What I don't care about is you coming in talking about meet me and Tarzan at the CD Trader right where I fucking used to live. And where my family Ooh. fucking lives and where my girl fucking bartends. So if you want to fucking get personal and start talking about like local areas, well we can meet up, motherfucker. You can find out what's up. Like, are you at the Balboa dispatch? Or are you the one in, isn't there one in Bal off Balboa? Isn't that the UPS dispatch for Tarzana? Yep. Is that where you're working? Yep. You want to... Yep. So you want to do it at Balboa Park, or should I just call my one of my buddies who's a supervisor there? See okay. which one's the fucking dumbass that thinks he's a fucking stand-up comedian. <laughs> With your fucking dumbass voices. Huh? Calm your Don't shit down, me. fucking Don't idiot. Me. You ever talk shit about me or fucking Tarzana, I swear to God, I will fuck your day up. On a real level. Not on a podcasting fucking cute level. I was having right. fun with you. You broke up. I couldn't hear a fucking thing. If that was an apology, it all completely broke up. So I need another one. I said... I said... Somebody actually knows you was fucking with you. Oh, this is disappointing. We're losing him. We're losing him. I mean, he's I'm losing. Moment. He's doing... This some bullshit. That's a fake. He ain't apologizing. He's just fucking with me. He's just moving his blouse away from the microphone half 
This I motherfucker. Think, I, think we, I think we were. Hey, out. you want to meet at Bob's Big Boy right now in Burbank, Doc? That's oh, wrong, okay. You guys have a Big Boy? We don't have those anymore around here, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, okay I'm at the, ori the original one. That's that's the first yeah. OG Bob's Big Boy, Doc. Okay, change the subject. What's your favorite thing from Big Boy? I fucking. You uh, can go first. I get a, I get the suit, the double big boy. Oh, those are awesome. I, I love, I, I have fond memories of it because my mom used to pick me up there. She always used to get the Slim Jim. That Dude, that's bad. a trip. They used to be, they used to be in a, I, I did a gig in Detroit or I did gigs in Detroit and in Michigan. And why the fuck is this guy so fucking loud? What the fuck? Is this? <laughs> All right, calm down, guys. It's beeping on the fuck. Uh, uh, so anyway, okay, there we go. Detroit, I'll, I'll, in Detroit, they got those things. Answer. He still oh, yeah, isn't apologizing. a ton of them. I think there might be like still. Oh, he's, he's muted at the moment. Uh, so yeah, but, and there might be one or two left around here, but most of them were gone. So you said the double big boy was your was your favorite. Yeah, I still will get yes, the no. double. Like you know, they have the regular big boy, and then and then they have the the one that's bigger, the larger patty. Mm -hmm. I always get the larger yeah, patty, the double big boy. fries, and then the yeah. chocolate shake, and can barely walk out. But we, it's the original one. It's the one that's in on the. My dad actually was a cook there. My my wife's grandfather was a cook there. It's the original one that's in like that, like hot rod culture and all that shit. It's oh, like, cool. Well, yeah, yeah. It's the OG one. Oh, like, I'll, I'll show you a picture on our thread about it. But like, yeah, I always roll. That's like they do classic car oh, night there still and all that kind of kind of stuff. But oh, it, yeah, it tripped me yeah, out yeah. when I saw Bob's Big Boy in Detroit because I thought that that's like SoCal. Like that's like In and Out. You know, like that's a. That's a, right, a legacy right. of SoCal, hey, you know? Hey, hey, homeboy, call back if you want. I was just muting you well, until uh, he was giving, <laughs> done with his answer. I was able to give you your answer. You got a lot no, of what the fuck? So why why is he explaining what the fuck happened? Why is he... He wanted to talk all this shit. Meet me in Tarzana at the fucking CD trader. So, you want to meet me at... Sar I used to live off Wilbur and fucking... Right off Wilbur. On Ventura and Wilbur is the CD trader in Tarzana. So, I don't know if he was fucking... He wanted to be cute, but he hit a little fucking close. So I don't appreciate oh. that shit. All right, I can understand that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I like that's he, he's a, he's he's. Any clue where you, I don't think he has any clue where you live. He just used South. No, uh, yeah, I'm a, sure he doesn't. But I have a. Yeah. But you saw that I have a clue where he works, right? And I know people yeah. that work there because what UPS is is a job that everyone gets for Christmas, and then some fucktards keep it. It's a Christmas <laughs> gig, right? And then if you work your way up. To being a fucking delivery guy, you make good money. He's probably making good money. He's got a good life, but you know, I know people that work there. I can definitely right. find out. I can fucking get at him if I really like, you know. But I'm a fucking joker. I'm funny, bro. I'm trying to be crack jokes over here. But if it's time to talk some shit and do some pro wrestling, I grew up watching a lot of pro wrestling, so <laughs> I kind of like to do that shit. Yeah. So I apologize. Well, I apologize if you got all creeped out or something. Well, you know, it's, it, well, it's one thing to watch it on TV. It's another thing to be watching a live show, and you know, and and that this big, huge, sweaty, seven foot tall wrestler is freaking out like two feet away from you, and you're like, I'm pretty sure this is an act, but but on the other hand, I think I want to take another couple steps back. <laughs> you ever been to a live, like a, one of those local wrestling shows like that? I just I liked it when I was a kid, and then I went to yeah, I went to a couple of those local ones. I went to one called XPW, which was like. Uh, <laughs> It was a porn company that was trying to do this ECW style thing in the late nineties. Right, and right, uh, right. so they wanted, they hit me up. They wanted to teach me how to wrestle. I used to be big. Uh, and uh, so everyone would want, everyone wanted me to be a, a wrestler or some shit. I'd always get hit up to do stuff like that, but I was a big bitch. And uh, cause like that was back when like everyone was dying, like, oh, like 
every other week someone some old wrestler you grew up watching was dropping dead so i was like fuck that <laughs> you know yeah, that, that's pretty much still now every other week some old wrestler. <laughs> so you probably made a good choice yeah so anyway we, okay. i went to that one and, and it's so like like it's funny because like uh this other guy who is a metal head or he's a metal he books metal heavy metal bands and he had the he actually my buddy guy named john finberg motherfucker wanted me to go wrestle for icp wrestling because <laughs> i was big he wanted me to be their road manager slash bodyguard that's why i was clowning for the icp shit bro was because <laughs> he took he took me to um a bunch of like raws and and pay-per-views back in like the early 2000s uh, like the rap rock years that we were just talking about and so right, I saw right. what wrestling really was like, and now it's like, it doesn't sound the same on when it's not on TV. That shit's a trampoline, bro. On TV, it sounds like they're hitting the thing all hard, but that's because they have microphones right at the, at the ground. Like when you watch it live, they're just like bouncing around on a fucking trampoline. And then if you, and then it's like, it's the short bus. It's full of short bus kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's now, like you're, you, you find yourself a, a member of a club you didn't really want to be a part of, and right. Don't yeah, and the point it's funny that you mentioned it because the only local radio, uh, excuse me, local wrestling thing I've ever been to was an ICP wrestling event that was held in St. Andrews Hall, which only holds a thousand people. So you put the uh, ring in there, and there's quite a bit less. Uh, so, and when I, when I say up close, I mean like I could touch the ring if I fucking wanted to. It was just people, a whole bunch of people standing around the ring. So I got an up close and personal view. And a couple things surprised me. Uh, first off, turns out those ICP guys, ICP guys, can actually fucking wrestle. I saw uh, Violent J get up on the top ropes, uh, looking facing outwards, and do like a backflip somersault, and then land on the uh, guy in the middle of the ring. Uh, I saw Shaggy Two Dope who couldn't weigh more than a buck 60 uh sopping wet pick up uh, what looked to be about a 250 pound dude dude turn him over and fucking power bomb him, power bomb him. so they you know they were in the wwe so they have some sort of skills i would imagine hey, they're, fun. they're, they're funny they're funny guys whatever if uh yeah. i i met them a few times uh if you ever want to see what i was up to back when i was uh, a little hooligan shitbag um look up a, a movie called backstage sluts and, uh, Ooh, sure? so, that, that's on Pornhub, I believe, uh, right? It, I doubt it's on <laughs> Pornhub, but it's on like, like yeah, I'm sure even the 20 year old porn, because you know, like the company was basically got embezzled and fucking bounced around. I was gonna have a shady spot, so who knows where that? Like, I know who has the masters, but I don't know that they actually uh, like still put that movie out or it's legally allowed out. But it was called Backstage Sluts. We did one and two. We did a few of them, but one and two. Number one, we have the two ICP dudes with uh, Raylene, uh, who became a vivid girl, and uh, some other fucking hose beast. And uh, we just they 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 drenched him in soda and shit. It was a pre it's a pretty good scene. And then uh, my my old boss was a guy named Matt Zane, and he was he was fucking entertaining, dude. Uh, he uh. He's the one. Howard Stern stole throwing baloney at chicks' asses from this guy. So <laughs> you could tell, like, <laughs> fucking claim to fame, but like, he was throwing baloney at chicks' asses in those movies back before, and then all of a sudden you start seeing it on Stern, which was pretty funny. Like, holy shit, dude, we got ripped off from fucking Stern. But, uh, <laughs> well, but yeah, backstage sluts part one is actually they, it was it was funny because it's interviews with all these old bands, right? So like, anything rap rock. Like you've got interviews with fucking Limp Bizkit, Sugar Ray, Corn. Uh, th there was this old 
Do you remember like some old Detroit chick rapper who Easy E signed back in the day? Some white girl? No, no, not really. Fucking look her but... up, dude. So yeah, she's from Detroit. I'm pretty sure, but like, she was in a fucking rap rock band. So all the rap rock stuff actually comes out of Hollywood. Everyone's partying at these places. We were talking about it before, and uh, so this these videos have like it's a great time capsule of that era, that time. You know, like right, all right. the fucking douchebaggery and they're all telling you porn stories and then we had lynn the lead singer of snot banged a chick on, on backstage let's part two. So oh, there no. you go the lead singer of a band <laughs> banging banging a chick on the fucking great yeah like, no I'm, uh, I'm not i'm looking these up on imdb right now actually <laughs> so, oh are you okay yeah, <laughs> yeah like uh i think we had lejean in there um i see i don't, I don't know the guy I don't know from seven dust Seven yeah, I, I don't know what people's names are because, like, it lists everyone as either rock and roll fan or, or a couple of them as rock and roll star. So, I, Ian Daniels, yeah. Ryan Daniels, uh, Rick Masters, uh, well, Rick Masters, Alec, porn, those are porn guys, yeah, Alec Metro. Those, so those are the porn people that are pretending that they're rock stars, I assume, right? yeah. And then, so, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so basically, yeah, so yeah, like, we had we had Papa Roach, we had Eve Six. I'm looking at it right now, who did Matt get that, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Holly Woods was the other pig that we had fucking sorry, Holly. I didn't mean that. I apologize. <laughs> we just we so we used to just talk like that. Like that's we, that's how you talk when you work at a porn company. Everyone's a filth pig or a everyone talks like a piece of shit. You know what I mean? So oh Mia's in that. Yeah, Mia, her asshole can fall out of she can make her asshole fall out of her body. So that she's inter- she's entertaining. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't sound healthy here, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it's, it's not. It's there's nothing healthy about porn. Porn yeah. sucking dick is like por- smoking like five packs of cigarettes all at once, bro. You watch a chick go from fucking really cute within like six months, dude. God damn, she went from eighteen to twenty six overnight. Like, God, yeah, okay, well, obviously my wife isn't allowed to listen to this episode. Uh, but go on, yeah, I know. Well, okay, we went up. They all have herpes. It's oh. it's it's uh it's pee. What else? Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if I you know. Uh, you know half the loads that you see on TV are fucking uh, used to be. Uh, uh, have you ever heard of soap called Cetaphil? No, uh, but I'm There's afraid. Soap called Cetaphil out there that looks just like nut, and so when the guy pops and you don't catch it on film, you have to fucking cut. You cut away, and then you get a shot of the girl on her knees looking up, and you just gotta fucking <laughs> throw a bunch of Cetaphil all over her face. These are uh, tricks of the trade, bro. The things yeah, that, you know, I, I think there's a book in me somewhere on this. Well, there was, there, there wasn't Tyler Knight. He, I mean, I had him on the show before, you know, and we didn't actually even talk about porn a ton. I mean, a little bit here and there uh, about the different things about it, but we covered other subjects as well. Uh, that was an hour that went by pretty quick. <laughs> he, got, he got mad because he, I bust his balls. See, I'm, I didn't, I've, he, I'm the producer kind of thing, you know, and he's the talent and the talent's, the male talent back when I worked in it, now not the black guys as much, but the right, male right. talent white guys that worked in that industry back then, you had to be a true fucking freak to work into it. In it, so like Boogie Nights is very, really, is very true. Like, like so, um, Boogie Nights is true. Like you know how the guy in that thing he blows, his, he shoots himself in front of his wife while she's banging some dude in the back of the movie. Yeah, in yeah. The back yeah. of the house at a party. That's not. I believe that happened as well. I can't remember if that's it or if, cause like Jill Kelly, you know, she was the widow Kelly. Cause her husband was a porn guy, brought her into the business then blew his head off on his lawn or some shit. Oh, Jesus. Uh, 
then and then she married Julian, who ended up turned out he did gay porn. And she divorced him. Like, there's so much great shit in porn, like of how just wacky they all are. The stories, if you live around it, but like Boogie Nights is true. But there's even more, like just more. You know what I mean? Like, you got like three Boogie Nights in there. That's just like the '70s '80s part. The later stuff right, is even right, more fun right, because right. we took it to a level of being like degenerates. Like it was like you celebrated being a degenerate back then, you know. So right, yeah, exactly, and I and, I, and that doesn't really surprise me because a lot of times when people are in situations like that, the easiest thing to do is to just embrace it. You know, it's you know it, it's hard to feel bad about the situation if you're embracing it. So it doesn't surprise me you guys had like all the terminology that you use and all all that good stuff because it made you feel like you're a part of it, not quite probably quite so weird and dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like um. It's got, like I said before, it's gallows humor. So what yeah, you do yeah. is everyone, there's some depressing shit that goes on. Like that's like, it's where damage cases go. I mean, porn is full of single moms and um, not just single moms. The part that it sucks is like, and there's always going to be the anomaly chick that's going to get on TV and go, oh, I'm a college graduate and I choose to do porn because I love sex and it's great. And there's those girls are there and that's tr- true to a certain extent, I would say say there's some even emotional issues with those people right. uh, no matter how much they're on front of the camera acting like everything's okay uh yeah right um but there's a lot of ones like i have between that and like strip clubs like i have a mother and father a stepmother a stepfather and although i have a fucking broken fucked up fan- childhood that i could sit there and wallow in self-pity about like you really, you really see where some people come with, they have no choice and they're stupid. Like there are these single moms out there that go, they're dumb. They're never going to make that much money. And so they'll go out there and do porn and make some money. And like, that's the, and you just know when you're talking to them, this is the, the most money they're ever going to be able to make, you know, right. they're, dumb. They're, they're like, they got put in a foster home as kids and never learned school and stuff. So they can't talk correctly. They don't. They don't, they never, they have no safety net, you know, like we can, most of a lot of people out there have safety nets and we don't realize it until you need your safety net. Your family shows up for you, you know, and then you see those like, 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 that's how I said, like I, uh, the person that's uh, the, the wannabe writer in me or whatever that looks at it like that, like can see kind of like the, the tragicness of some of that stuff, you know? Oh yeah. Some people yeah. just had a fucking great time, but some people, it's like you know, some people aren't thinking that deep about it either. Like, like I'm thinking about it like that because of, I'm thinking of dead girls and stuff. There's some girls that just go right through, fucking get banged out, find some fucking flyover fuck back in Ohio, marry him. The world's none, you know, change their hair color, get a new haircut, and the world's none the wiser. <laughs> and I'm, and they're, they're, they don't yeah, have the yeah. moral dilemma. Like you'll have the moral dilemma for them. You know, right, right. Do you not have your headphones on, sir? I do. What's wrong? Really? Oh, I, I keep getting a little echo off you. Maybe it's me. Just because my voice is so goddamn awesome, I'm hearing it twice now. Uh, my kid. <laughs> my my kid wanted to sing on my uh, was singing on my this stupid this thing I bought. Oh. And so now it's oh. uh, it might be a little messed up because he's he's. Oh no! It wasn't you echoing. It was me echoing. So, but that might, I don't know if that might have something to do with it or not. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and 
I can imagine for some of them, it's, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? A sanctuary. I mean, because fucking, like you said, they, there's all the other options they have were fucking worse. So, you yeah, know, it gives you uh, the family you're looking. Well, that's kind of like the thing was like, like uh, the OG will give me, give me shit for talking about, like, I was in a tagging crew, right? And it becomes a gang overnight. Like, all of a sudden, like, gangster rap is all over MTV, and all of a sudden, we're, we're a fucking gang now. And all of a sudden, right? And so right. I talk about shit that I did back when I was a kid. I try to do it to like explain to them what they teach you because you get taught shit, you know, like there are rules to this shit. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's funny because like, it's all ridiculous to me. I kind of like look at things a lot of at times. It's like an absurdist. It's all ridiculous, you know, but there's certain things that are ugly that they teach you. I'll try to explain that to motherfuckers on the OG, but the only thing they'll ever hear is the part that I, like I'm bragging about being in the gang. I'm not bragging about being in the gang. I'm bragging. I'm telling you about what they teach you. And this is why I know that, you know what I mean? Right. Right. So same thing with like, like with porn, it was that era was everything was, um, you celebrated negativity in the nineties. Didn't you? I mean, wasn't that pretty much whatever? Yeah, of course it was. There's the area of grunge is the area. It was the era of negative music in a lot of ways. Um, you know, Nirvana would never happen in the eighties. It was too fucking pumped up with cocaine. Yeah, and and it wouldn't and it wouldn't happen after like that's what rap rock was in the late nineties. Corn and all that shit was tired of being. It was all the anger and rage, but they all wanted uh, hookers and blow. You know what I mean? <laughs> they wanted to take it back to hair metal in that sense. Like so, then all of a sudden they're wearing, and then Fred Durst. They all they take it to a level of ridiculous the way hair metal does, and it has to get wiped away again. And, and instead of wiping it away with Nirvana or something, you know, we got Blink-182 and it's all fucking sucked. Right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and people say that music's the same for every generation, and but it, it isn't. There's ups and downs. Some decades are just better than others. Now, when they go around saying that there's no, no, no good music anymore and everything sucks, that's just people that aren't bothering to go out there and look for a new music. And I, it doesn't matter what genre you're talking about. There's new good music in every single genre. Maybe not as much as there used to be or as much as you like, but the people that go out there and say there's no good music right now, they're just not willing to listen to it. Well, I, I actually just got into a lot of new music lately because uh, I did that for about like, like, I don't know, like, because I, I, I worked at a strip club until 2005, right? And then at that point, like, it was like, we were the number one club in LA. We were like a nightclub. We would get packed, dude. And so all we had 50 girls on our stage or on, on schedule. And like, so they all have different songs and they're all the cool kids that are all show, showing their twat to the planet. So they all want to listen. You got the Marilyn Manson girl, you've got the Chevelle girl, then you got the hip hop chicks, you know, you've got, so you're up to date on music, right? Strippers have right, the best right. music. And then at some point I quit giving a fuck. I quit giving a fuck somewhere around the darkness and like Mumford and sons, like all that kind mm -hmm. of shit, you know? Right. So it's right. kind of like, whatever. And so then I just recently kind of went back. I found a couple bands and stuff I'm digging, like that, that are like, yeah, there's some punk there. There's some, at least some, uh, I think everything got a little too oversynthesized, produced and stuff for a while there. Uh, so like now I'm, I'm there's a lot of stuff I found that I dug, dig now that I, I kind of dwelled in classic rock for almost a decade or a little less. But so now, right. yeah, you're right. I found a bunch of like, like, that Viagra boys, I love those fucking guys. Those guys are fucking comedy. I don't know if you've seen any of their shit, but they do funny videos. And then, uh, 
your stuff's pretty well, i think they're cool whatever yeah, i'll have to look into it that'd be interesting yep yeah so you know and that's why when people go oh there's no more music out there i'm like okay i'm not gonna argue about it you just want to be negative well yeah that was the thing though is i don't know like at 44 and having a three-year-old and having been like truly want, like i've been told by people that i'm the angriest person they've ever met and shit you know what i mean like i'm a maniac i was a maniac when i was younger i, I like like i was a fucking asshole and so like now i'm like kind of really happy in the world and stuff or like i've never thought i'd be this, like this happy i can't get back to that rage you know what i mean i can't listen to that type of i can't get down in the darkness as much as i used to you know yeah so, like, like try to like, listen to rage against the machine now like, yeah, he says, I hate yeah, my dad yeah. shit, you know? I came, I listen, I got CFH tatted on me, and I have an Iron Maiden tattoo. I still listen to my Maiden Pantera, but not nearly as much. I listen to more, like, softer stuff nowadays, you know? Or, uh, well, I don't Maiden, have the rage, was, you know? Maiden was never rage metal. No, there was no rage in, Ma- in Maiden. It just yeah. was, uh, I've heard Maiden. So, like, Maiden, it's not, it's Pantera. I, I don't, Slayer, Pantera, the harder stuff, I, I don't fucking jam out on anymore. I do more, like, I was always raised a more into punk too. There's a lot of punk big thing around here. So like, yeah, punk's punk's another like, one that you really have to have the right attitude to listen to it. So yeah, and then you get older and you like, was I really just why would I? I'm, it's funny because I was like, why was I so angry? Why was I so pissed about it? everything? Worked out all right. I got a great wife, kid. Like I'm doing all right, you know. And yet, I was <laughs> fucking pissed off. Totally exaggerating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you know, but that's fine. Yeah, you never know how, how shit's going to work out, though. I fucking, I had no clue where I was going to end up in my life. I spent a good part, portion of my teens and 20s uh, just trying to get as fucked up as I possibly could, really. Um, well, yeah, that's you know, how, that's, yeah. That's... And if there's girls involved, that's better. But, yeah, but yeah, it wasn't, I didn't get to get my shit together until my, my early 30s, really. You know? I got arrested for accessory to an attempted murder on 4th of July at 90, 98. 97 or 98 i got arrested for that i'm sitting in the back of this fucking car uh, the cop car going oh my god i'm going to jail forever and uh it was just wrong place at the wrong time i was asleep on some dude's fucking couch one of the homeboys comes in crying he got beat up by some biker or something and then like all of a sudden they hand me a hammer and we're all going over there and we're like trying to figure out what's going on and our buddy he was like 10 years older than me he goes, gets around this door and he fucking fillets this dude, right? And like, me and my buddies are like, we, I had, we had, the, I had a hammer in my hand, like, not even know why. Like, we were going, like, what's going on? We were just like walking after him to another apartment to like, f- they were partying in some other apartment, you know? And so we're going after him, trying to go, Billy, come back. What are you doing? Like, come back. What's going on? He fucking pokes this guy up, dude. Guy's bleeding all over the fucking place, right? So I bone out, like we all bone out, you know, cop grabs me going to go into my, uh, one of my other squats, fucking pile of shit back then, but I didn't do anything. And we're, I had like, you know, a poker for weed, like for a down stem, you use a fucking paper clip yeah, and, uh, for like a pipe or something. And so the cops are sitting there going like, oh, we got down stems all there, all over the place. Where's the crack? Your crackhead. We got. We got uh, push rods. We got push rods everywhere. Push rods. I've never even heard the term of a fucking. What's a push rod? You know, like push. You got a push rod right here. Where's the crack, son? I'm not a crack, bro. I'm a fucking stoner, dude. They didn't believe me. Um, so it was like one of those moments, right? So after that, 
I go and I get a job at a gym and I open it at 4.30 in the morning every day for years. And then from that, I, I was shy. I didn't know how to talk to girls. But I got huge. And all these porn guys came in. And, like, next thing I know, I'm, I'm driving girls for bachelor parties. I'm working on porn sets. And then the next thing I know, I was bouncing strip clubs. So it's like, how did that, I, like, why'd the guy rob the bank? That's where the money was, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's, I fucking just ended up, like, I don't even know how the fuck it happened. But, yeah. Why do you work at a strip club? Well, that's where the women are. She, holy shit. But, like, I never yeah. thought, I had no game. I had no, like, concept that I would have turned out now at, like, my age and have had as much fun as I did or done as much cool shit, you know, fucking it's the, the rage music though. I, I watched, uh, the crow the other day and that was all the, that music, you know? Oh yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That brings back an era. <laughs> yeah. Got but it, it's, it's not as, you're not as it's, it wasn't as, you know, that's good. It's not meaningful. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And go back and watch the crow now. And it's really super melodramatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's way over melodramatic. The, the edits aren't as great as I remember them being. It's yeah. not as like deep as like whatever you know. Like it's just a fucking good soundtrack. That that's a couple few. There is, that is a couple few movies. Like don't go back and watch the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action movie. It's it might not be as amazing as your childhood remembers. <laughs> Dude, here's a rumor I heard at one of the companies I used to work at. Hmm. And fucking, I've always wondered this. If you ever find out on the OG. Fucking, you know, Scott Coker, a fucking head of, uh, Bellator, Strike Force, that guy. Bellator, yeah, Strike Force. Apparently, he was a Taekwondo dude back in the day. Really? This, someone told me that he is fucking Leonardo in the first, he's the stunt double for Leonardo in, in the first team. The no. first TMNT. And I've, yeah, I've yeah. like, it's, she's, this bitch swore up and down that this was the truth. So I've always been just like, hmm. like, he's not like in the, I don't know. But I, that's have you ever looked in the credits? Yeah, and it was it's not him. He's not listed as the actor. So oh, like I he might have been like have to be pretty deep for stunt doubles and stuff, right? Yeah, like like the cool thing about my gym, the re- way I ended up important was it also had Weeder, uh, the Weeder magazine guys. That was their corporate account there. So you had yeah. all the like uh, muscle and fitness. They do like photo shoots and shit there, right? And like all the big dudes, and uh, and it had a, pl- a crew called Stunts Unlimited. And these guys do all the fucking stunts for everyone in Hollywood. So, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's stunt double would come in. And uh, all these big, like, huge motherfuckers. <laughs> but, like, they, oh, you look similar to him. Like, you know? Right. But, yeah. That would be that'd be pretty cool. Like, I'm looking through this stuff right now. Let's see if they have a... Ah, oh, they do have a stunts list on this one. Let's see. Uh, uh... Sure, she's full of shit. But, like, well, like I still want to ask the guy... Cause she swore she was so adamant. Like I know this guy my whole life. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Uh, unless he's, he's got not a on there, right? On. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. show up anywhere on there. Um, yeah, I remember trying to look it up back in the day and not finding anything. But like, and this I, and this is and this is the thing that's showing up that the stunt doubles. Like it says, fight stunt double for Donatello is Ernie Reyes. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's so, like, I swear to God that that's but that like uh, she. Because she knew that I used to work for Tap Out, and she always wanted to tell me that this guy was fucking Leonardo. <laughs> it's the, a fucking what, stupidest story. So, uh, oh yeah, he, they had which one too, Leonardo? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, it's four twenty. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. I kept you up past your bedtime, man. 
Yeah, yeah, a little bit. That's all right. right. We're having an interesting oh, conversation. So we'll get it to moment. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. You know what? This doesn't list Leonardo's uh, stunt double, though. Um, Watch out, bro! I've got a conspiracy. <laughs> it's possible. You know, uh, let's see. The ones that list is Donatello, like it says Ernie Reyes. <laughs> uh, Donatello again is uh, I'll ask the skateboard double Donatello. Which is be separate from the martial arts Donatello, obviously. Yeah, and, and you know it's like probably going to be like the main. Like, I don't know. I'm just. I want to know. Was that guy really a fucking taekwondo or karate badass? I, I wonder. Like, because I mean, yeah. that's why he started Strike Force or something. You know, I, I I'm curious now. Yeah, like this one. This one's like uh, lists some of them, but like Raphael and uh, Donatello, the only ones they list by name. Then there's one of them just says tur- Turtle Stunt Double. Uh, but those are Chinese guys, and then like they have Casey Casey Jones stunt double. Um, so yeah, God, you know that's such a great movie when I was uh, watching it the first time. It's not even so much that it's a horrible movie the second time, but knowing fighting uh, a lot better than I used to, you can see them whiffing. It's really bad on some of those. You know, well, or, all those uh, old eighties movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, and I think that one came in '90, but it still qualifies as an '80s movie. Yeah, like you know, they'll do a spin kick and basically get not get within six inches of show uh, so of the other guy's face, and he still goes flying away. That sort of shit. Well, everyone ever. I remember. I remember when Steven Seagal's shit was the legit stuff. Remember when he when he showed up? Oh, he's a oh, legit yeah. black belt, and he's really trained in Aikido or whatever. So his shit looked different than everyone else's. So everyone thought like. His shit was what's up. I guess, I guess it was like mostly sword fight. It wasn't Aikido's like a lot of swords, I think. No, no. Aikido no, uh, had a, a lot of joint locks and throws okay. and things like that. So he did a lot of grabbing people and seemingly fuck. That's why That's why he, he had an interesting yeah. style in the movie because it looked like he fucked people up. So he like grabbed yeah, your arm and, and bend it sideways and you hear pop, like, pop, pop, pop. And, like, short arm, short yeah. arm clotheslines and shit. Like, yeah, yeah it, was, it was. Yeah. I, re- I just remember that, like, because uh, did they have the ninjutsu school that taught you how to kill someone the first day, like, in the 80s by, by you? Like, there's, like, fucking 12 of those. No. And then you had judo, and then you had taekwondo. You had, like, every type of karate possible out the, here. The big-time school near us was uh, a guy named Kerry Roop. And I want to say it was just karate, but I could be wrong. It could be taekwondo or something else. But he was supposed to be like you know some like nationally ranked dude and whatever his fucking whatever his fucking martial arts was. So the, yeah, that's where all the rich kids got to that took their martial arts class. Uh, I took my martial arts class um, in a slightly less expensive place called like the woods, where I, I ran around trying to avoid getting my ass kicked by my brothers. So <laughs> I so they were kind of ninja like skills, really. Well, the art of hiding without shitting yourself. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anyways, uh, oh, you got anything else you want to talk about, boss? Uh oh, did we lose you? There you are, you're back. Come on, say something. All right, you gotta go, bro. All right. <laughs> He's gotta go. I think I, I think I gotta go too, as well, guys. Um, I want to thank the OG Army for listening in, but I think every. What? Are you, are you back or not? I, I don't, I'm not going to leave you. Still got Thank you. Special out. shout out to Homeboy. Yeah. yeah, you're breaking up, but go for it, dude. Yeah.
Oh, I can't hear you at all. That's disappointing. Save all that up for uh, tomorrow. We'll, <laughs> we'll we'll throw some we'll we'll throw some venom that way. All right, because yeah, your 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 connection is shit. Uh, yep. Yeah, anyways, uh, thank the OG Army. I appreciate you guys for being here. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. Want to thank uh, uh, Homeboy eighty eight and uh, Axel for calling in. Uh, no, Axel didn't call in today. Yeah, he was yesterday. Uh, I want to thank Homeboy for calling in. I want to thank Jujitsu for calling in. Um, we're gonna do this all again tomorrow at six o'clock. So I hope you guys are around for it. Uh, until then, uh, I'm Passive J, and you guys have yourself a great day. Bye-bye. Theme tune for the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. I will eat. Check. Yeah.